I know you're out there. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Connecting the dots of the Constitution for you like no one else can. The Chris Ann Hall Show. She's an attorney, a disabled U.S. Army veteran, an author, public speaker, mother, pastor's wife, and a patriot. She's Chris Ann Hall. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. I am not an American woman. This is J.C. Hall on the Chris Ann Hall Show, sitting in for Chris Ann today. I am solo on the mic. Chris Ann, as I speak, is teaching a uh, class of 300 high schoolers at Christian Heritage Academy in Oklahoma City. She's actually teaching her entire six-hour seminar to the entire high school, which is which is amazing. This Six-hour seminar. It's interesting. There are people that listen to the radio we we encounter from time to time. I guess people come in and out, or they're new or whatever. And uh, we actually have radio listeners uh, have said, oh, I didn't know that you, you teach. I didn't know that you travel. or I didn't know you had this. So this is a seminar that Chris Ann has given many, many, many times in the last eight years. Uh, it's usually a Saturday uh, course, all day Saturday, and she teaches the the Constitution, the origin of the Constitution, walks through the Bill of Rights, 1 through 10. Uh, she's been invited all over the place to teach this thing. And it's amazing as she teaches it, some of you that have listened to her live, you know, know the passion and and just the depth of knowledge and how compelling it is when you hear her speak. But we've had people sit through this uh, six-hour seminar, uh, and then they get up and they say, that that's it? it? We're all done? That was six hours? And so it's amazing they don't even – don't realize because it just flies by and the stuff is so so compelling but it's amazing uh she's there today we showed up in oklahoma city last night at about 3 a.m and uh, she was up i guess about three hours later uh at the most and off she went so teaching in oklahoma city all or the oklahoma city area all this week um this is technically in dell city Christian Heritage Academy. And then tomorrow we'll be at Oklahoma Wesleyan University uh, teaching in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. Then after that, we'll be in uh, in the Tulsa area presenting a religious liberty presentation. Then Oklahoma City, again at Oklahoma Christian University, we'll be there for two days teaching. Um, and Chris Ann will, will teach at actually several classes, I think about three or four times she's teaching those two days, and then I actually present the presentation that I recently gave, the um, Black History Pleasant presentation that uh, just absolutely destroys the Democrat prop plantation propaganda, and uh, our friend Victor was had 
toss an idea at us to get that thing made into a documentary. That would be awesome. Like, um, like what's his name does those documentaries. The, uh, the guy that the Clintons threw in jail, his name slips my mind, but, uh, it'd be nice to have documentary like that little historical vignettes about all these figures and, and man, just lay that out. We, we also want to do a doc documentary about Chris Ann's presentation, the, her, um, uh, origin of, of uh, the Constitution, the genealogy, Roots of Liberty presentation, and um, we we were connected with a group that was trying to get that done and just never got off the ground. But man, that would be awesome to be able to put something like that in the hands of people, and you know, in a way that it's not lecture, you know, and it's a way that people sit down and listen to. It'd be better than ancient aliens, man. It just just would be awesome. So, what's going on today? Looks like Nikki Haley has abruptly resigned from the State Department, and and uh, everybody seems to be really freaking out about that, and that's kind of a hot topic. Um, not sure, I guess, what, what, what the deal was, why, but she says she's done, and, and uh, officials need to know when it's time to step down. It's funny. The uh, the liberal media attacks against Nikki Haley, one, one of these crazy attacks, New York Times had put out a story that they knew was false uh, and said that, I guess trying to smear the Trump administration, Nikki Haley in particular, that uh, taxpayers spent were, were on the hook for $50,000 plus for some curtains for her office. And they put this story out when they, in fact, knew that these curtains were purchased during the Obama administration for Haley's predecessor. Um, I don't know. Chris Ann's not here today. She can't give me legal advice. But I, I just that sounds almost criminal to me. I mean, how, how do you how do you put out a, a blatant lie like that that, you know, is false to begin with? I mean, it's one thing to make a mistake, but if you know it's a lie and then you publish it with the intent to smear I think there are laws against that. I don't understand why. Uh, well, I do understand why. It's the same thing again, just like on the college campuses. The left has weaponized our liberties. They, they hide behind the First Amendment and they say this is First Amendment protected speech. When, when, you, when you spread lies with the intent to smear someone, I think that's libel or slander. That, that's not protected speech you have the intent to harm someone to deprive someone of life liberty or property um that that's not that's not free speech i saw this again these uh, i don't know if you've seen this portland oregon i don't know how many no if anybody out there is from oregon or around portland portland is just bonkers it, it's just a crazy crazy city and apparently it's been absolutely taken over by these radical Antifa uh, Looney Tunes. And I saw an article where these guys were in the streets with their signs and things, and people are trying to drive down the street, just a regular, looks like, uh, neighborhood, residential area, driving down the street. This, this elderly man, and I know this, he in, eventually gets out of the car at one point, but this elderly man is just, driving through trying to turn the corner and there they are standing in the streets that that's not protest by the way that's that's illegal and um so he turns they're beating on his car they're making threats to him 
Uh, he accelerates a little bit to get past them. They're, they chase him down at the stop sign, threatening this guy, menacing uh, drivers as they go through the neighborhood. And the thing about it, the police are just across the way. They're just a block away within sight of all this go- that's going on, and they do nothing. And, and this is the thing. I don't know, are the police there uh Leftists are, I mean, are they anti-American, communist, Marxist, revolutionaries like the protesters? Or have they been infected with, with this ignorance about what the First Amendment means? And, do, and see, because this is what we run into as, as we look at these situations. And you hear uh, public officials talking, the police talking, and they call these people protesters, which they're not, and they try to make the case that it's it, there's their right to do this. They have a right to do this, and therefore the police can't do anything. Now, it's interesting why I say that maybe these police in this area are, I mean, because obviously they're hired from Portland, so maybe they're just like the people who live there, uh, some of them, not all of them, but maybe they are Marxists because it's interesting you see other situations where um, where it's the so-called right or some sort of conservative protest, pro-gun protest or something like that. And these hecklers come out and they end up shutting down the, the protest of people standing for liberty. They, they shut them down. And they say, oh, you're in danger and, uh, you know, you have to go, you have to leave. We're pulling your protest permit. And they end up shutting down the speech while it's actually – uh, been held by the Supreme Court that in accordance with constitutional principles, the officers have a duty to protect the protester, protesters in their, um, in their activities, in engaging in their uh, freedom of speech. But they end up shutting down the protesters and allowing uh, these hecklers to, to have sway and shut down First Amendment speech. And then on the other hand, you have these Antifa who not really engaging in protest, they're engaging in vandalism, they're menacing and threatening and intimidating citizens, and the police do nothing about that. And so it, it has to make you wonder in some of these areas, uh, if, if you don't have a real, maybe you have a real leftist bent, like maybe these particular uh police departments support the message so therefore they don't do anything they don't protect the citizens which i think uh, i think that's very sad and because you know then what do you what do you have left in a day and this is what we always talk about uh when Christian and i look look at these things when when you see the failures right when when these when the police officers when the legislators when all of these systems uh, that are supposed to stand for liberty don't when they when they take when they pick sides then this erodes the the system this erodes the foundations and actually drives people toward violence drives society uh, members of society uh, toward toward violence because you have the people that are supposed to be serving these functions on your behalf you know so when the police don't protect you then you have to protect yourself when the government doesn't work when they have basically removed all of your options 
um, then, then that's what drives the system toward revolution. And, and that's the point I always try to make when, you know, they try to accuse us of being revolutionaries. You're trying to overthrow the government, calling for revolution, all this sort of stuff. No, we're trying to we're trying to uh, support the rule of law and make sure that it functions properly so that we don't uh, go toward revolution. So not only are these Antifa wingnuts engaging in violence, but but the law enforcement is actually promoting violence by by sanctioning it and saying this is okay, which then begets more violence because, you know, you have the extremists on the other side say, saying, well, the police are taking their side, the government's taking their side, they're not going to do anything about it, so we have to take matters in our, in our own hands. So that, that's how these guys who are not faithful to their oath uh, create danger and, uh, for the citizen, citizenry, and, and, and they're the ones really destroying the system. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Show. This is J.C. Hall filling in for Chris Ann, who is teaching right now at this very moment. She is underway uh, shaping our future leaders, a high school of over 300 students. And these are going to be the future leaders, future patriot leaders of America. And uh, we we are really thankful for the opportunity to uh, to go and teach, to be invited. I mean, you know, there are so many people. It, it used to be so difficult for us to get into churches when we first started. I guess it, it, it sort of still is, but uh, churches were so, so cowardly. And so very thankful for Christian Heritage Academy uh, for being serious enough and bold enough uh, to want to have this information uh, out there and want to have their students trained and brought up to respect liberty and understand the principles of liberty and the Constitution. So we're, we're really thankful to that. So if you guys, um, if you guys are able to, uh, you know, just drop them a line, um, Christian Heritage Academy, I suspect you can look it up online. I don't have the website. Maybe I'll get that in a few minutes. But um, I do want to mention uh, about, in, in light of contacting, uh, folks, really props to you guys. Props to the listeners of the Chris Ann Hall Show. Y- you folks are amazing. You are the Liberty First Brigade, and it's incredible. We got uh, a, a, a amazing compliment uh, this week. We were interviewing Matt Waters, and Matt works with Urban Cure, who we had, had an interview with Dr. McCoy uh, after that event. And Matt told us something off the air he said, you know, you guys are amazing. Your show is amazing and, and your, your people are fantastic because um, apparently Star Parker did a interview on the Rush Limbaugh show. And he said, we, you know, we got maybe 30 uh, emails and contacts uh, from that. But he said, when we did Dr. Mc- you could, did Dr. McCoy's interview on the Chris Ann Hall show, he said, we got like a hundred 
uh, emails of people contacting us from that, and and it's still going. And so you guys are awesome, and we you know we let Matt know hey we have a very engaged um, uh, community here, the Liberty First Brigade. They're active, they're engaged. They you know it's not just they're not just clicking likes. It's not just follows. Uh, the people that follow Kersan, uh are are serious about this. It's not just some sort of celebrity, um, the celebrity worship. It's people that want to get informed, get activated, and uh, and they get inspired listening to to Chrisanne and hearing hearing this compelling information. So thank you guys for that for being active. But going back to what I was talking about in the first segment, segment these uh, these hecklers, these thugs. I saw on Prison Planet. Uh, I think it was um, uh, Mr. Watson there, called them uh, Antifa thugs. And that's great. He didn't use the word protester anywhere in that article on on Prison Planet when I was reading that thing. And uh, I, I actually found a way to go to his Facebook page and tell him, thank you uh, for not using the word protester. And this is what I want to say about this. We see, you know, Fox News and you, you see this all over in the headlines and all these situations and they constantly use the term protester. So I would like to ask you guys who are who are active on social media or who, you know, you read these articles and the end of the article they have, you know, they have a usually have a link for the author of the article. Can you guys when you see this, when you see them using the word protester, can you encourage them not to do that i i try to go out of my way to say hey um i understand your sentiment and appreciate your article but but i have a minor point here protest is constitutionally protected what you're describing that they did is not constitutionally protected please stop referring to these people as protesters they are they are uh, hecklers, they are provocateurs, they are activists, whatever you want to call them, but they're not protesters because protest is a constitutional term. It's very specific. And then when we misuse that term, and particularly people in the media use this term, and you see it in headlines all over the place, it plants these seeds in the minds of American of the American people, and particularly young people, in impressionable minds, that this is okay, that this is what liberty looks like. And it's not. And so I encourage you guys, help us out, because I try to do this. So if you could do that, when you see this, just just contact the folks and just leave a comment and say, hey, stop calling these people protesters. Protest is constitutionally protected. This is not. As arrogant men tear up our constitution And from every direction we cry revolution Standing together Soldiers for truth in the war of attrition The love of our country As our ammunition The Chris Ann Hall Show She's Liberty's lobbyist
Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Show. This is J.C. Hall filling in for Chris Ann. Man, I, I just love Jordan Page's music. It, it just, you know, you guys should support support that dude, man. I love that stuff. Just awesome. Um, but anyway, try to try to try to um, try to give you uh, some help, some some ideas. You know, th- this is the thing about what we try to do. I, it seems to me listening to some of some shows uh talk shows and what have you uh and and I I'm, I'm not going to name names but it's almost just uh it's an observational thing where you're just sitting and listening and don't really do anything so i think that's the difference so that's that's why i was trying to you know give you the tip there hey do something don't just don't just listen to this stuff and get mad. We need to be thinking about, okay, what can we do to combat this? What can we do to change the arc, uh, uh, change the direction and trajectory of where we're going? And uh, so things like that. You know, when, when you see stuff, first off, you have to be informed in the first place. You have to be educated. You have to be equipped and, and know what you're looking at. And then to be able to give an argument or give an answer uh, in response. So that's the first thing is is getting informed. But then action follows that, right? Knowledge is not power until knowledge is acted upon. So that's why we have Liberty First University, libertyfirstuniversity.com, where we try to inform people, equip people, and inspire people and give them the knowledge and the tools to to get activated, to get active and impact this thing not just sit and be upset and be frustrated and be aggravated and be angry and to say what you don't like i know people that watch fox news we have we have friends they have tv in the living room tv in the kitchen tv in this room radio in this room and 24 hours a day seven days a week that stuff is on and it's just it's just observational where that they listen to this and they have to go take blood pressure medicine. But what are you going to do with that information? So it's not enough just to sit and hear, but we have to respond and we have to engage. And so when you find these areas, we need to think about, OK, what what can I do here and what what should I do to to try to change the tra- trajectory? And, and I always think about start with low hanging fruit. Right. You have these people like Fox and different ones that ostensibly are supposed to be at least somewhere in the ballpark of of agreeing with what we believe. Now, I understand they're full of neocons and warmongers and, and a lot of that thing. I get that. A lot of statists, a lot of right, right-wing nationalist statists in there. I understand that. But, um, you know, there are some who, who at least purport to be on our side. So that's kind of low-hanging fruit. You should be able to engage with those folks and say, hey, here's how you can tweak what you're doing because you're not quite right. So let's stop saying this. Let's say the other. But, you know, on that topic, isn't it always the the lefties that are talking about how we hate people and we're violent and all this stuff. But yet the violent action and the violent talk always seems to emanate from the left. It's unbelievable how much they project. Like when you hear them calling someone racist. Or some other, you know, slur or attack that they use, you can pretty well bet your bottom dollar that they're projecting and revealing 
the truth about who they are. You guys have probably seen this. This Minnesota teacher has resigned. Uh, she was a special special ed teacher in Minnesota, and she resigns because she tweeted about assassinating Brett Kavanaugh. She says, so who's going to take one for the team and kill Kavanaugh? It's astounding how this kind of stuff just rolls off their tongue. And you hear this constantly, this sort of violent, despicable, immoral language and expressions. And it, it's just it's just ordinary. And, and it's always funny. I have a <clears throat> an acquaintance uh, that I, I we were in Haiti together for a while. And uh, some of you may have seen on on Instagram. He was on Instagram. Uh, his name is Jeff's from Boston. Totally just brainwashed. Probably the most ignorant man I've ever met in my entire life. Um, but, you know, you talk about this stuff. And then he'll run to just like a you know, the robot. He's he's a program robot, and so you like he comes back with the sort of standard scripted leftist propaganda, and they always go, "Well, what about?" And he'll bring up uh, you know the neo Nazi who ran uh, through the crowd in uh, the Carolinas or wherever that was, and and so I said, you know what? Here's the thing. You know, you see stuff like that. Now I, I you know I don't I don't feel like that's part of our group, like some neo-Nazi. That's that's not who we are. But as far as the general terms left and right, yeah, you can find violent uh, actors on the right. But here is what seems to be the difference to me. When you see it on the right, it is broadly condemned. The problem on the left when you encounter this it seems to be the norm. It's accepted, and they go out of their way to defend it and justify why they should call for killing people and violence and against groups and uh, you know making all these uh, racist attacks, old you know old white men and uh, kill all the old white men and all, all these sort of things. See. We condemn stuff like that on the right, but on the left, it's it's more accepted and more defended. That's that's the difference because we're dealing with people. People are people. Anybody can be violent. Anybody uh, can 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 be a racist. Okay, we understand that. It's not about left or right, but I think the key difference is how it's dealt with, how it's looked at, and how it's accepted or not. That's the difference. And it's just astounding. Again, uh, there was another one. I, you guys have probably seen the, the horrific limousine crash in, in New York City that killed, or I think in upstate uh, New York, actually, in, near Albany, uh, killed 20 people, just, just awful people on their way uh, to a wedding. And, um, you know, young people and uh, kids left without their parents. I mean, just an absolutely uh, horrific incident. But here's one of these crazy lefties again. Marsha Roosh is on, I think, was on Twitter or Facebook or somewhere and comments on this story. She says, please let it have been that senator and his daughter that was getting married. Please, please, please be such perfect karma. So she's she's begging 
that this that specific a specific person and their child have been would be killed because of the differences in political views, political ideology. She is she is hoping. I don't want to say praying because this godless heathen doesn't pray. But she's hoping that that a particular person had died uh, in this horrific accident because she doesn't agree with their political views. That's the left. And I think that's the stuff when, when we see this stuff. And I, I like I, I'm really thankful. I see um, on Instagram uh, one of the one of the people I follow, proud conservative NY, New York, um, shares this stuff. Other folks are sharing this on social media and publishing and writing articles. That's what we have to do. This stuff needs to be cataloged and pointed out and publicized because we can't just simply kowtow to this narrative. We, we've got to point out the hypocrisy of this stuff. And, and man, that to me is... Uh, part and parcel of what it means to be a leftist Democrat uh, in America is absolute hypocrisy. Those they claim to care for, they don't care for. Their their political props in the Democrat game, uh, game to maintain a power. And when they cry racism, when they cry sexism, I mean, how many times have you come across these stories? You look at what is the guy Weinstein and, and, and all of this stuff. You find out what's going on in the newsroom. I think it was M MSNBC or NBC, Lauer and, and Katie Couric and all these people are screaming sexism uh, and misogyny and all of this stuff and sexual harassment, uh, you know, blaming this stuff on the right and then come to find out. They're the ones that are engaged in it, and it's normal. See, when you, it's like when you find somebody on the right guilty of this stuff. It's like they try to do it in the background because they know it's not okay. They're there doing it in the dark. But on the left, they're doing it in the office, in a group, laughing about it, joking about it. That, that's my point. This stuff is accepted by the left. That's why they're hypocrites. That's why all this stuff is, is pure lies and propaganda and, and it's very sad and I think we have to we have to continually expose this because there are there are uh, people who all they do is listen to the media and, and they get their information from the mainstream media and they base their opinions on that and, and they just don't know and so we have social media these days we have you know alternative media we have ways to access this information and then expose this information and share it with uh, the useful idiots, no fault of their own, who are who have been brainwashed and who are being manipulated. So we have to keep shining uh, a light on this stuff. And I'm I'm really thankful for the people uh, who do. And I would say keep it up because it's not us. I I, I can't believe um, what's this guy's name? Uh, Elijah Cummings. Right. Elijah Cummings basically standing up and saying, the Democrats were responsible for giving blacks the right to vote. Democrats, and he's talking about the 15th Amendment. That's what he's referring to. The Democrats didn't pass the 15th Amendment. 15th Amendment. The Republicans did. And, and I'm not, uh, uh, this is not a, you know, pitch the Republican thing. My, my point is, 
these people stand up and lie. And because folks don't know the truth, they don't know their history, then they just eat it up. They celebrate these lies. So that's where we come in, that we have to expose this and we have to counter this. You, you people, people can't, we can't let people just depend on mainstream information. You guys see this? The Latin Patriot 64 on Instagram posted th- these two pictures of the Wall Street Journal. Same story, two opposite headlines that tells you how phony these people are. So we can't let them be the only ones carrying the message. Ann Hall Show. She's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Show. This is J.C. Hall filling in for Chris Ann, who is on the battlefield as we speak, and we're really thankful for that. Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma City is where we are, and we'll be for the next few days, and uh, in, in a lot of good places. I mean, we're we're in several college colleges. Uh, this week and and in a high school today and man really that's that's one of the prime battlefields to me is the young the young people there's high school age and college age young people and I think this is this seems to me we have to be uh, strategic in this so you have to kind of prioritize uh, the the targets I think and and in my mind uh, young people, high school and college, and then the minority community, black community, Latino community, uh, you have on the one hand these impressionable young minds that they, they, you know, they don't know the truth. They haven't been exposed to it or they've been exposed to propaganda. And really the same thing with the minority communities for various reasons of propaganda and complete ineptitude on the part of those trying to pitch um, liberty principled policies and limited government, then the minority communities have been roped into supporting these Democrats uh, and they've been lied to and propagandized for so long. And so these are these are groups uh, that have to get this message. And so that's why I think this is so important. We thank you for people who uh, who are supporting this week and making this week possible. Um, We got sponsors uh, to do this. And so, man, we are we are really grateful for that. Now, one of the best ways you can help is go to libertyfirstuniversity.com and help us help you. If you help us by enrolling and then we help you by training you, teaching you, equipping you. And then we all help one another because we're building the Liberty First Brigade. We're building an army of patriots to go and take back our past, present, and future. And so that's the best way you can help pretty soon. Um, man, I, I really think that um, there there is a wave coming. I don't know about red wave, blue wave, but uh, there is certainly a Liberty Army building, and I'm looking for that Liberty wave. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not so much interested in, in, in some colored wave, you know, red wave, blue wave, pink wave, green wave, whatever wave. I'm interested in a liberty wave. See, because I, I don't like to call myself conservative. I don't 
usually use that label for me. I understand how people generally comprehend that, but um, I'm just a, a liberty supporter. I, I support liberty. I, I'm a constitutionalist, maybe you can use that label, because there's a lot of stuff in the conservative movement that has become part and parcel of, of the sort of statist nationalist uh, pitch of these neoconservatives uh, that I'm not down with that. So anyway, that's who, who I am uh, in some extent. But we appreciate who you are. We appreciate your support of the Chris Ann Hall Show, Liberty First University, and, and all that we try to do here on behalf of you and on behalf of, of our children and grandchildren and their future. And we thank you for all of those who uh, support this. So apparently the Kavanaugh saga is really fueling and, and, and really firing up both sides and tons of money is pouring into the midterms, into these campaigns. I hope there's some great candidates out there. I hope you have informed yourself about the candidates available. I know, man, a lot of times we end up with, with lousy, less than uh, excellent candidates. But I tell you what, I sure would not want uh, the Democrats to take power the way that they have moved so hard uh, toward toward this Marxist revolutionary ideology. Um, we really have to get informed, get active and make sure that that they don't retake uh, this nation. I think they're on the ropes. I'm hopeful about that. And we need to keep that going. Chris Ann just put out a, a, um, a voter guide in Florida. If you're a Florida voter, go check that out at chrisannhall.com. I think somebody out there could take the principles they find in that voter guide. You can make one for your state. You want to send it to us for review. We'd be happy to do that. Help inform your fellow citizens. God bless you. See you next time. Let me know in my heart when my days are through. America, America, I gave my best to you.